0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sledgehammers in the Office podcast, where we celebrate the heavy hitters on the job site and in the office. Today, I'm joined, as usual, by Mason Oxendale. How are you doing, sir? Uh, doing good. Just checking the uh, updates for the national championship while we do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's on tonight. That's funny. Yeah. And then tonight we are super excited to have our first guest of 2024, Heidi Ferraro. How are you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me.
0: Is there any way you can add like applause, a fake applause when you say that? Um, probably, but that's gonna be like not something I want to jump into and learn for editing <laughs> right now. Here, we'll just Yeah, there you go. Yay, <laughs> yeah, 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 get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we start with our guests. What is your previous work experience? What are you doing currently? And then if you could give us even just some details on um, a a little bit more about what you're doing, but also uh, the team that you're working with.
1: Um, So I am a mortgage lender. I'm with Fairway Independent Mortgage, and I've been doing this for 37 years. Um, It's... I got into this, gosh, when I was in my early 20s, and I wasn't doing lending part of it. I started out just... As a receptionist and did a loan closing, shipping, kind of worked my way up. Um, it, it's, a great, it's been a great career. I, I love what I do. I love helping people.
0: Awesome. And then uh, how many people are part of the team that you're working with currently?
1: Um, my team right now, I have four people. Okay. That they're part of my team.
0: And then how did you pick up the people along the way?
1: Um... I picked up the people along the way just based on my need as a loan officer. So every loan officer works with a processor. The processor is the person that once we get everything in, they put everything together to get the loan submitted to underwriting. So everybody has a processor. And then some loan officers, depending on their volume, they get loan assistance, Um, LOAs, loan officer assistance. So I have actually two loan officer assistants. One of them I've known forever, Um, Renee. Gosh, I've known her for 25 years, I think, something like that. She actually was, um, Renee was a real estate agent out at a new build uh, construction place, and she was a real estate agent. So Mm -hmm. I went to get her business, and then we became friends. So we've been friends ever since. And then you flipped her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she came and She goes, can I help you? This was probably eight years ago. Do you want me to come in and help you? Yes, and she's still here. Um, But she just kind of does things like she helps me with thank yous and LSUs and things like that Mm -hmm. that I do. And then um, I have Megan, who is a loan officer assistant. She helps gather information from the clients, disclose files, because there's a lot. People don't realize how much goes into purchasing a home and and all the information that we need from for a loan. So Yeah. You know. How
2: many like how many people are, are normally yeah. like on a team?
1: I would say about, about four. 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 four That's or five. Normal That's size. Pretty normal. Yeah. yeah. Now there's some teams that have multiple loan officers. Oh. So okay. I'm I'm just me. Mm-hmm. but there But there's some teams in our office that, you know, there's six, seven, eight guys, gals on a team that are loan officers, Gotcha. not loan officer assistants, they're actually loan officers. Yeah. So.
2: Kind of like our team here.
1: Exactly. It's like yeah. one
2: you know, one person starts it and then hires a bunch right, of other
1: people. Right, right, yeah. Oh, nice. I so, never knew that. No, so I'm just my, just me, my small <laughs> little team. <laughs> has it always just been you? It's it always has. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, when I was doing builder business back before the market crash in 08, mm-hmm. I had Three or four other loan officers that were on a bigger team. Okay. But when I, I don't do a lot of builder business anymore, but no. just resale, refinances.
0: Gotcha. And then you mentioned um, that there's a lot of documents that go into getting uh, an application prepped for the mortgage that is going to get uh, funded. One of the things we were talking about beforehand today was a lot of people get intimidated if they're like, oh, we're thinking about moving, we're thinking about buying a house, but the idea of talking to a lender seems like we're talking about finances, what are they going to ask for, do we even qualify? And it's like there are quite a few documents that are involved, but one of the things we want to talk to you about is like, could you even just walk through with us what are the documents you guys need uh, to get everything funded appropriately, and then uh, what are things that people could even... Just like have a checklist for themselves to say, hey, nope, you are a perfect candidate to come in and talk to us. Right.
1: So that's a really good that you bring that up because I just had that conversation this week. Um, people are, for some reason, they feel very intimidated by the process. Mm-hmm. They feel like if they do it, the minute they do it, that they're like somehow they're, they're stuck and they have to do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um it, it's so easy as far as the so we what I usually do is I start with the loan application, which is online, mm-hmm. and people can do it at their leisure because they can start and stop it. they go onto the, my website, fill it out um and that part is actually pretty simple and the other thing that's kind of interesting about it is that the things there sometimes people stop they're afraid to put something in it because they think they're going to get it wrong like it's a test mm-hmm. and it's not it's yeah. really just a it's just a Gathering their information, so that then I look at it and I go in and make changes. You know, I look at something and go, "Well, that doesn't sound right," or I talk to them about their whole scenario and go through it. Um, the other thing too is that, you know, a lot of times I'll offer just doing a soft pull versus a hard pull on their credit, and we'll talk about that later because mm-hmm. I do want to talk about credit. But um, for the most part, they do the application. What we want to see up front is we want to see pay stubs. Or if they're self-employed, tax returns, mm-hmm. um, W-2s, where's their money coming from? They don't have it now. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. We can come up with a game plan. We can look at grant programs that help with down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things that we can look at. I have clients I talk to all the time that um, I'm you know, just giving them a game plan of you know, here's what it's going to look like when you buy six months nine months a year down the road Mm -hmm. right yeah um and those are the people that they appreciate it they appreciate the free advice Mm -hmm. um they appreciate help with their credit you know setting them on a path to have maybe a better credit score so
2: um when somebody like if somebody's just like hey i'm ready to buy a house like they're like i'm gonna talk to a lender like they're afraid to talk to them. They're like, "Well, what do I need so I know all the answers? Like, they just need to know. They need to have their W twos, maybe their tax returns from the whatever the previous year right. was. Yeah. And
1: a lot of times we don't need tax returns. If yeah. they're a W two employee, we don't need their tax returns. Um, so, yeah. But it, but it's a really it's really simple because um, once they fill out that application, all the questions are on there, mm-hmm. right? And if they're not a hundred percent sure, I just say just mark whatever and then we'll go through it together so yeah. don't don't feel bad about you know don't feel like this is a test and you're you're if you don't pass it you're not going to get a loan yeah. <laughs> right yeah. so i think it's like
2: one of the questions isn't on the application is like you know credit card how much credit cards do you have right
1: um no that doesn't really not ask, how it, many
2: but like does it ask you like how many how much debts do you have debts do you have uh, or does I it ask for an estimated number at all? I
1: don't think so, because it knows that we pull credit. Okay, and that's on the credit report. It's on the credit that. report. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I thought that was on there. I thought I filled that out recently.
1: That it said how it, much debt an es- have? An
0: estimated amount of debts or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm getting that like, confused with the income part of it, but yeah. I could be wrong. I think people
2: get yeah. flustered about that. Like, I got this and this, so it's like, well... Because you can can you see all that, too, with the soft pull as far as like how much credit they have and where it is? absolutely with soft pulls. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. a lot of people last person I talked to they're like well I don't have all the do- I don't have everything that I need I don't know all this stuff I'm like yeah it's, they, and you they just don't. say how much you yeah, yeah how much yeah. tell her how much you owe or how much you make and then when she does a full pull or a soft pull she'll find out how much debt that you have and it'll actually be beneficial for you so you'll know and you can right. work on it right. if it's a right. lot right. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: I I think I think the um the the best way to get the word out is we're not intimidating. We're not, you know, we're actually there to help. Mm-hmm. They don't have to have all the answers now. You know, it's just a starting point of, hey, let's get started. Once you push that button, that does not mean you have to go buy a house. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and you're then, not a car right? salesman. Yeah. You're not going to convince them to buy and one. And there's not a, time, <laughs> not a time thing on it. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and that's one of the things I think that, of sets me apart a little bit is that i don't treat i don't treat people like you know come on come on what's going on
3: oh yeah you know where's bit- your
1: stuff why you know like i'll send a friendly hey do you mind you just checking in and you know what you doing you yeah. know
2: well yeah your but, your experience people who are little that get you stuff on time those are the deals that work out where if you have to hassle somebody f- four times a week they usually don't ever pan out for the most part
1: I wouldn't say that. No, you wouldn't? No, I actually wouldn't say that because oh, wow. I think a lot of people just get busy with their lives. Mm-hmm. I would I, say I think
0: we probably see it on our side where if someone's not getting back to us, then we usually know, uh, something's not going well here. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I can, I'm at a point where I can, I kind of know which ones are, Yeah. seem more serious than other ones, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I can just, by my experience of talking to so many people, um, I think the ones that are more serious, they definitely do get me their stuff right away. Um, but there are people that are very serious that just, you know, they're, they've got life going on. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I would say that it's the people that don't communicate at all. Mm. Those are typically the ones. But yeah. if they're communicating, at least they're, you know.
0: How yeah. serious did you think I was when... I was filling out the application. (laughs) Really serious. (laughs) Really serious. Pre-qualified under contract in five days. That's right. That's right. You're a good one.
1: You're the ones we like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get an email five minutes
3: later. There you go. (laughs) Didn't
0: you fill it out like at the gym? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My <laughs> wife was getting mad at me. She's like, are you even going to do anything? I'm like, I'm working on something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's what I mean. Look how easy it was. You fill it out of the gym. Yeah. Right? I mm-hmm. have people that think you can fill it out on your phone, you know, that's what at do. your yeah, leisure. Fill it out.
2: She'll call you if she needs anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other
1: thing that's really cool about our, our app that we have, because we have an app that people can actually sign up for the app. Um, It's free. But... When someone's if someone gets really stuck, I can actually go online and mirror what they're doing, and so I can literally go in and go, you know, press a few buttons.
2: Oh, like talk to them on the phone. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: oh like that's pretty not, cool. Yeah, yeah. so it, our, our it's very user friendly.
0: Yeah. So I want to switch gears a little bit um, okay. because this has kind of been a personal curiosity of mine, where the interest rate jumped significantly starting in 2022, uh, and I've heard the term the Fed rate, and then we have the interest rate that people are paying for their mortgage. So um, my curiosity is more like, all right, what's the difference between the two of them? How are they correlated if they are? And then uh, what is what is the relationship between the two of those?
1: Okay. So the, the Fed rate is the bank rate. That's the, basically the rate that banks use to borrow money, okay? Um, so, it's like, not, JP
0: Morgan Chase is borrowing money from the government or from, like, a different bank?
1: From, an, from a, um, a bank. Okay. It's, like, bank-to-bank bank, um, government. I don't know if the government borrows money from banks, but um, it's basically when you go get a loan um, from, let's say, a car loan or anything like that, um, it's basically the bank rate. It's what they're... Uh, what the Federal Reserve is Says setting as the, yeah. yeah, setting as the rate. So you know how, like, when you guys have had, if you had savings um, and you know your interest rates have been really, really low, but guess what? Now people are making more money mm-hmm. on the their savings accounts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that rate's gone up, mm-hmm. right? Um, so they don't, they it's basically apples and oranges. They are two separate rates. Okay. But they do correlate a little bit together. I mean, when we see that happening, usually then something happens in the with the mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's times where I see the Feds increase the the bank rate, you know, two, three, four times, and the mortgage rates don't do anything. So. It's just, um, so there really are apples and oranges, honestly, mm-hmm. right?
0: Um, so if I were to understand it correctly, we've got the Fed rate, which is where the banks can be borrowing from each other for certain loans, but the uh, mortgage interest rate is going to be basically the end consumer with the bank that they're dealing with. Uh, so the bank can adjust the mortgage rate dependent upon possibly the expenses that they have to cover or the earnings that they're trying to make for the year.
1: Um not not necessarily because I think the the interest rates mortgage rates okay mm-hmm. are most mortgage rates are um they basically are based on what's happening in our economy okay right uh unemployment employment um those are the things that a lot of those things are what drives interest rates okay okay so not not the bank rate, but Mm -hmm. mortgage rates. So we're always looking at mortgage-backed securities and who's buying bonds and who's not buying bonds. So every day we're looking at the bond market to see what the bond market's doing. um, And that kind of determines what's gonna happen with the mortgage rates. So they, so yeah, we were in a, we were in a really good time, you know, right before, you know, the rates jumped up. Mm -hmm. We were doing a ton of refinances. Um, you know, then they start obviously going up, 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 yeah. pushing 8% at one, at some point. Um, thank goodness right now they're kind of in the sixes. There are some VA loans that are in the fives. So, you know, it's kind of in the 6% range right mm-hmm. now for FHA conventional. VA is a little bit better, I think, which I think is great. But, um, you know, I've been doing this for 37 years. When I bought my first house, my interest rate was 95 <laughs> So, you know, a lot of times people, they look at the interest rate as um, something that's gonna be fixed forever, mm-hmm. and it just isn't. I mean, when I had nine and a half, then I refinanced, and then I refinanced again. Yeah. And, you know, so there's, there's always, in my history, there's always been an opportunity to refinance. When rates are high, they come down, I bet you in the next year and a half, we're gonna have another refi boom people are going to come back and start refinancing. The key though is that people need to not like just jump the gun immediately because there were people back in 2000 and you know 2021 20, 22 that were refinancing three and four times.
2: I mean I, <laughs> I think I texted you a couple of weeks ago when the race drop was
1: yeah, it was, like I mean, it, not, it was like
2: barely a, a half a percent. And I was like, Heidi, should I do it? I'll do it a bunch of yeah. times. I don't care. I mean, there, <laughs> like, could, no. <laughs>
1: there, there, there are still costs associated with a refinance. Yeah. I mean, it could be anywhere from, you know, probably 1000 to $2,000. And, you know, you're doing that, you know, a lot of times versus just kind of just sitting back a moment and just mm-hmm. waiting to see what mm-hmm. happens.
0: Gotcha. Uh,
2: refinancing when you refinance you're essentially just getting a new loan on the house. You so it's are. not like if you're Five years into a 30 year you don't refinance for a 25 year loan. You can you can't okay?
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, I mean. Absolutely. Okay. Well, a lot of people don't know that you can pick your own term on a loan Okay, you don't have to do a 30 year you could do 27 years or 20 you know, I, yeah, that is, 23 years. I, I know that. Yeah, you can pick your own term a lot of people don't know that. No, right? I had no idea. Yeah. You, could you don't. Do you don't get a price a break in the rate until you are at a 15. fifteen. Yeah. So it go. You know, most of the terms we look at are thirteen, are thirty, twenty five, twenty, fifteen, ten. Mm-hmm. But you can pick anything in between. But you don't get really a a good break in the rate until you're at a 15, on a fifteen. Yeah. So then you get a probably about three eighths to a half veteran rate if you go oh, nice. a 15 year term or less. Mm-hmm. So another, another misconception about mortgage loans is down payment. I cannot tell you how many people still think you have to put 20% down. <laughs> and I'm not, I, I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. They, but you know, I hear them talk about it on the news and they'll say, oh, you know, they, they have these new programs out where you don't have to put 20% down anymore. And I'm like, You've never had to put 20% down. <laughs> what are you talking about? Where are you getting your information? You can put 3% down on a conventional loan, um, 3.5% FHA, VA zero down, USDA zero down. So, you know, for the most part, conventional loans, um, you've always been able to at least put 5% down. There was a very, you know, very short time, I think, where they required 10%, but that was a few months, but I think it's always been five. Mm-hmm. But the 3% is the one on a conventional loan that's kind of come and gone.
0: Yeah. But
1: we've had it now for quite a while. So
0: something I wanted to ask you about was kind of the boom that we saw between 2020 and then mid-2022. So we've got, there's some people that I follow uh, on YouTube where they like to talk about, I have lender friends, where they were going gangbusters with business. They'd have 50 files open at a time, just rolling through them. And now once the interest rates went up, nothing, there's mortgage lenders going out of business all over. Like, and it's just this whole tirade they go on right. over and over about that. So I wanted to ask as far as like, what, what were the numbers in terms of for you guys? And it's, or it's what kind of percentages did you get? Did you see in terms of the increase through 2020 to 2022? And then how much did that drop off? I'd say- in, uh, in terms of the refis, and then also uh, the new mortgage applications, just for uh, someone looking to buy a house.
1: Right. So obviously the boom was just crazy. I mean, loans were falling out of the sky, <laughs> right? So um, and it was great. It was. It, I had a great, great year. I think 2020 was probably my best year I've had in my whole career, and that's. And I even had a lot, very large builder accounts. Yeah. So. Here I thought the COVID hit. I'm just going to be sitting at home, yeah, not doing anything. And I was literally at my my kitchen table, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we, you, know you know, doing refis left and right, which was great because I had a lot of referrals, my old um, my old clients. But um, so refis, the minute the rates went up, the refis went there was zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went from you know few here and there to zero. Yeah. Okay, now I'm starting to see a little comeback. People are, people are pulling equity out of their homes to be able to purchase other homes because they want to keep their house as a rental property mm-hmm. or they want to buy an investment property. So they're pulling money out. A lot of people are doing home equity lines um, to pull that money out because they have such low rates mm-hmm. on the loans they have, right? So they're like, well, we don't want to redo the whole thing. We just want a home equity line. To be able to pull the money out needed, mm-hmm. um, but it came to a, a pretty pretty good standstill. Um, w- I think. What
0: were? Do you mind sharing some of the numbers that you guys were doing in terms of the refis, or? Um, I only is, know. Is it a per, a percentage is, di- difference? It, uh,
1: yeah, you mean percentage wise? I mean, it would go from it probably went from a hundred percent to five. I mean, overall, yeah. that was. Nationwide, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, I've been staying very, very busy and steady still through all of it, and it's interesting. Um, there's there's not very many of us that are still in the business that have been around for so long, mm-hmm. but we're we've been around for so long that the guys that are ju- that were just getting into it that got in at 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah they, they, but not real- not real estate, but mortgage people specifically. Um, they' they're struggling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really hard for them out there because they don't have the relationships built up. Um, I would say that you know, having the relationships working hard, I mean, I work harder now than I have in a long time mm-hmm. for less business. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm out, you know, uh, going to meetings and like doing what we're doing right here mm-hmm. and you know, i am taking real estate agents to lunch and you well,
2: know you'll be, you'll be at our meeting on Wednesday. On too. Wednesday, yeah. yes, I'll be at meeting Wednesday. Yeah.
1: But you know, just kind of like out and about and um so I go out there and people of course appreciate how long I've been in the business for mm-hmm. number one, but number two, hey, my loan officer is not doing it anymore. They had to go pick up a second job. But for this, for the people like me that have been in the business for so long, we planned for this type of crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew something like this was coming
2: because it's happened. A because couple it's times. happened
1: already. I've <laughs> yeah. already lived through five of these. I think five since 1991. Wow. Okay. So this isn't unusual. Right. This this is a little, I will say that, though, this is a little bit different just in the fact that, you know, rates were high, but then inventory was low and house house prices were high. Mm-hmm. So everybody was, what was everybody thinking that the market was going to crash exactly. like in 08? Yeah, exactly. And that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I'm glad it didn't. I think I don't know. I'm on the fence on that <laughs> because because you know what? Honestly, what makes me really what makes me sad is that people, first-time home buyers, it's hard for them to find homes at good prices. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe if we had a little bit of a crash, some of these people that need to get into these that only qualify for a home that's 200 or you know 300 thousand, they could get a nice little house. Yeah. Then the prices could go back up. <laughs> you know what I mean? yep. right. Mm-hmm. And you know what you know what's really interesting is that when the market, market crashed in '08, and the people this is a fact, you, could, you and you can, guys can look it up the people that bought homes after the market crashed, um, and, they, and then there's people that walked away from their homes when the market crashed. If they had kept those houses they would be probably up by 100 grand in those homes that yeah. they that they were upside down on so they were upset cuz they were upside down they were like oh i'm upside down on this house i'm just going to walk away from it right yeah. a lot of people did that um some people had to some people just did it cuz they were upside down yeah i right?
2: I wasn't even in real estate and there was a couple of people that i worked with and yeah, they are like, oh, yeah, we had to walk away. I was like, oh, yeah? I was like, couldn't afford it. They are like, yeah, our house was upside down, so we walked away.
1: Right. So if well, they had why kept... Why
2: couldn't you just yeah, right. keep paying the mortgage?
1: If they had kept that house, yeah. not only would they have still have a low mortgage, but they would be way, you know, they would not be upside down anymore. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't, you know. And I only know this because I own some rental properties, and they were upside down. And I'm like, well... I'm like yeah. I can't I'm not gonna walk away yeah. from them, I can make the payment. Yeah.
2: And at the time they were like, oh yeah, well, we had a three hundred fifty thousand dollar loan and where they live now, that house is probably going for almost six. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, dude, yeah. you messed up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's just crazy. Yeah. So I,
1: I think that people just don't get the whole they don't understand the whole facts and you know how interest works and you know
3: mm-hmm. how,
1: how they everyone matter of fact, I had clients back when the market crashed. They're like, oh, I don't know if we want to buy now because, you know, what if it crashes more? And I'm like, listen, go. <laughs> you can buy a house right now for $55 a square foot.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They, uh, the builders aren't in business anymore because they can't build a house. They have to, to build a house right now is $101 a square foot. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you not buy? So those people that did buy... I mean, especially the ones that came back, and I did loan, multiple loans for them. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that <laughs> we bought we bought that house. We were so nervous about buying it. Mm-hmm. And look at look at how much equity we made, you know." So, I, I, you know, honestly, I think people need to have someone experienced that they talk to. But problem is that they listen to their friends. They listen YouTube, to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they listen to things that. Um, people that aren't experts in the field
3: mm-hmm.
1: so they just kind yeah. of hear something and they right I, I had someone today ask me a question that was like where did you hear that at something about paying do they have to are they going to lose money if they put more money down on the house they're buying mm-hmm. I'm like.
3: no it's all
2: I'm I mean like, that's well, just I'm not the sure wo- what
1: you mean who what yeah. what what are you like, not trying you know, to ask you know, me?
2: <laughs> that's a problem with the world today, though. I mean, you can mm. go down the rabbit hole is that, like, people have these beams out, and it's just, like, one sentence, and then people who are scrolling, they read it about the, you know, oh, market's crashing. Right. Then they scroll, and then now they're, when they talk, they're like, oh, the market's going to crash. Yeah. But, like, they don't read into it. It's just people have those uh, clickbait stuff. Yeah. Right. It's very annoying.
0: The person I was kind of referencing before was, it's a gentleman, Patrick Bet David, and he's he's... Got a uh, very sizable net worth, but he exited an insurance company and started doing an entertainment company. And they kind of have a show, and they've been, they've got some very interesting guests they have on there, stuff like that. But then they start talking about real estate and all these things. And at first I was like, huh, maybe like, seems like they're making good points. They've got certain stats for things. And it's like, now that we're a year later, though, it's like, nothing that you predicted that was going to happen happened. And right. he's the guy who's talking about the lenders were going gangbusters. Now they're not like all these people are out of, like, out of business. It's like, that's kind of how the economics of this works. It seems like it's it's right. not that we're saying it's good. We never want to see someone lose their job necessarily. Right. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, like, if you said you've seen this five times starting in 91, mm-hmm. my question then becomes, okay, if you're like, I would love to know, what did you do in 2020 going, okay, this isn't going to last forever to set up for where we went in 2023, and then how did you do that back in 91 to make it through?
1: Well, back at, let, I'll start in 91 because I wasn't a loan officer in 91. I worked for, I worked for a mortgage company but was not an actual loan officer yet. But what I did to keep my job... Is I did I learned how to do different jobs, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I could help out as a receptionist, and I and I didn't say no to any job they wanted me to do. Right, mm-hmm. I'll be the receptionist. I was typing up uh, deeds for a construction company that we were that we had. Um, then I did shipping, and I helped shipping at the end of the month, and then I then they started training me in closing. So I did everything that there was you know to do mm-hmm. so when it came time for layoffs well i got paid half of what <laughs> you know a closer did in the in their department mm-hmm. plus i did everything else
3: yeah
1: so you know who did they keep they kept me right yeah. <laughs> so um so that kind of was like in the beginning right but this this most recent one what i do or what i did was basically you know a lot of it has to do with saving and and budgeting correctly mm-hmm. and you know paying things off and and i i knew that this was going to come like i just knew it it's just it can't go on forever yeah right i absolutely knew that something was going to give and it was going to come so a lot of loan officers you know um when they get in the business they look at it like oh look at all this money coming in but then what are they doing they're out spending and Mm -hmm. they have to have the nicest house and the nicest car and the nicest this and you know make sure that they're living up to their other you know the joneses i guess but um anyway uh that's the i think the people that have been in as long as i have we know what to do we know Mm -hmm. how to budget for it
0: do you so, have to budget inside the company or is that more of like a personal budget? It's a personal
1: budget. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do you then, um, the people that work with you, are they W-2 or are they ten, are 1099 yeah. or is everyone employed through Fairway? How does that work?
1: We're, everybody's employed through Fairway. We're all W-2. Okay. Although I, I, I do believe that they do have 1099 okay. loan officers, um, down the road, someday when I ever retire, I'd probably be like a 1099 loan officer okay. versus being W-2. Yeah. So
0: so then, do you guys make money for the team based on the amount of uh, loans that you close, mm-hmm. or how does that work? Yeah,
1: the amount of volume that okay. we do. Yeah, we're ba- every, every loan officer, and I'm pretty sure in the entire country, we all get paid a percentage of the loan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that could vary anywhere from... A half a percent to I guess maybe two and a half percent mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with the interest rates and you know so if, you, if you're a loan officer and you want to get paid more then you're probably gonna have a higher interest rate mm-hmm. yeah. so even though that's not really supposed to be the way it is because um, back in I think it was 2011 when uh, the Fed came out and basically said hey loan officers." we're going to pay you this is how you get to pay get paid now mm-hmm. right and everybody was upset everybody there there have been so many times where in our business where those types of changes have been made mm-hmm. and people just go crazy and now you look and then you look back and go you know you just adjust yeah yeah you just kind of mold you adjust to it just like everything in life right yeah. do you guys get bonuses no, no, we don't get. Bonuses. So it's
0: essentially almost sales, where it's just it's a lot of commission. It's all one hundred
1: percent commission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent commission. I Wait. mean, like the like the processors and some of this, the internal people that work for a mortgage company, like the underwriters, the closers, the processors, they are not commissioned. They're all salaried. Mm-hmm. So, but they're you know they get paid through money that comes in right. from the loans that we bring in the yeah. door. That right? makes sense. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you 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 have a seasoned team you've been together for a while but was there even the conversation when like you would bring someone on uh, however long ago that was but depending on the person to say hey these things go through cycles so what you're making one year is not what you're going to be making the next year and what might be at a low is not going to like you're not going to stay there forever um i know that for the real estate team that we're a part of uh they have a finan- He has a financial course that he has all of us go through. Mm-hmm. Like, is that something that you talk to your team members about to say, "Hey, I, I want to make sure everyone's on a stable footing." Has everyone just been through enough of it to know, like, "Hey, we have our houses in order." Yeah,
1: okay. everybody's been through enough of it usually to know. Um, surprisingly, though, there are a few that just they just I don't know what they think or why they, you know, they think that. Um, you know, like they s- sit there and go, well, I'm working hard, I should still be getting paid when no business is coming in the door, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's... There are a few that don't get it, and then those are the ones that have to go get other jobs. Yeah, because somewhere else. They didn't realize... Grass is greener like, how, on the how other did, side. Yeah, how did they not realize that this was going to come? Because <laughs> this happens, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. I mean, it's just... it. Yeah, especially you
2: know? if you get paid off commissions. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and you can go through. Um, there's charts out there where you can go and track all of this. You can actually see, like, you know, when the rates are low, and then, you know, what's kind of interesting with with interest rates is that when we're in a recession or coming near a recession, interest rates are typically lower. Mm-hmm. And when we're not interest rates are higher right mm-hmm. so go through and pull up you can pull up a you know google and you and can see actually see line. recession you know you know up down yeah. up down and then you can see and then you can see where the interest rates, rates now go t- what t- about uh,
2: election years have you s- noticed a trend this, this is mason's thing yeah,
1: yeah. Um, i'm just curious because
2: everybody talks about it but i want to ask people who honestly been in it
1: yeah i've been in it I've been in enough of them to know that most of the time rates are down in an election year. Yeah. Yeah. Because, honestly, why? Because <laughs> the person that's running wants to yeah, ma- start wants off. It to, wants it to look good, you know? Mm-hmm. So they, you know, which is weird because they, you know, the president of the United States does not have any say or pull in where <laughs> rates go. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, there are things out there that spark the investors mm-hmm. and based on things they're hearing because believe it or not, people speak in like the Federal Reserve and interest rates go up or they speak and they go down and they, and all they're doing is speaking.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not, something's not happening. It's just that person talking. Yeah. And you're like, how is that?
3: Right? Yeah.
1: So... I, I think there's a I think there's a lot that we don't know. I, I don't know not like a conspiracy theorist oh, you, or said,
3: you
2: said the C where we're but getting right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you
1: know what I mean, like oh
2: yeah, there's I, there's a method to the madness. I feel like I'd,
1: lo- I'd love to know like how it is someone could just say something, and rates go up or down. Mm-hmm. Like how can you just how what kind of pull do you have? <laughs> you get to say that. Have you ever tried it?
2: Just no. woke up a morning and just it's just live stream. It's, it's, it's live yeah. stream. Just be like, hey. Rates are going down.
1: I have not done that. Maybe I should try it. <laughs> Although I don't think it would go very
0: yeah, far. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: Nobody would listen to me. <laughs>
0: uh, what's the difference between what you guys do at Fairway compared to what we'd see from like uh, a J.P. Morgan Chase, a Wells Fargo, a Citibank? If someone wants to go in, like we, you can go get a mortgage through any of those institutions, there's uh, Fairway and then other companies as well who are not your commercial banks who have the uh, brick and mortars out there. But how do you, what do you point to as the big uh, differentiators and then um, advantages, disadvantages to either
1: one? Um, so there's different, um, so, you know, you have, I'm going to kind of s- split it up a little bit more yeah. though, because you have Mortgage bankers okay which that's that's what fairway is, mm-hmm. okay then you have the banks, and then you have brokers okay okay, so mortgage brokers Bro- mortgage brokers are people that um, they w- typically work out of their homes, some of them have offices um, and they basically work with different mortgage investors mm-hmm. so they do not themselves process, close, underwrite the loans, okay? Um, they farm it to someone that does that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so they don't have a lot of overhead, right? So because they don't have a lot of overhead, typically they have a little bit better interest rates, um, and there are some really good brokers out there that do great a great job, I'm mm-hmm. sure, um, but they also, do kind of lose control of the file because so they're, not, they're not doing the processing. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. 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 But I'm sure there's some that have been around for a while that probably have teams at these places that they've built up good rapport with. Mm-hmm. right? So not to say negative, complete negative about brokers. But um, and then you've got more the banks where they have the loan officer that sits in there that works nine to five and they probably get paid a small commission plus some sort of a salary. Mm-hmm. Um, so they typically just are order takers. You know, they get the information and then they ship it off and then just hope that it sticks against the wall, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that that's the reason why a lot of real estate agents are like, they look at the prequels and go, ooh, Wells Fargo, Jace, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I hate to just bash them because... You know, I'm sure there's really good loan officers out there. I've talked to a few of them that Mm -hmm. I think are good loan officers that work for, work for banks. But overall, I think that they don't get the kind of attention that maybe that they're looking for. Unless Mm -hmm. they have a lot of money in their bank with them, then they might get a little bit more retention, right? Yeah. So Fairway being a mortgage banker, um, we handle everything from start to finish. So we can look at the loan, we, we, process it. We underwrite it. We close it. Everybody's internal. I can pick up the phone. I've got questions answered in minutes. Yes. Um, we have, we have a, this, this uh, amazing uh, um, department called branch support. <laughs> and if I've got one thing and I don't have to like, I don't have to sit there and go, oh my God, how do I do this? Why is this not working? Why is this not working? Branch support. Hey, I can't get this to work. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah, I, they they respond. And I'm like, oh, okay. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just that type of speed to response when you're trying to get somebody approved. And there's multiple contracts. Yeah, especially you're trying you, to get
2: you're in the nitty gritty and time's a factor. Yeah. yeah. And the
1: other thing that we'll do, too, is we'll approve the borrower completely up front. So... They're ready to go. They just need a contract. Mm-hmm. So when a real estate agent's out there, hey, I've got a client and they're like, well, how strong is their prequal? They're already approved. Yeah. Like they're fully approved. They've yeah. been through underwriting. Yeah. So that's huge. So that's kind of the differences. Yeah. Um and
2: there's there any benefit, but, like there's no like I mean you did mention that brokers do sometimes have a little bit better rates. Right. But as far as like do like, you know. Chase Bank or something? Do they set their rates, and they don't? They can't really. Those people who sit there at the desk, they have no sway. They don't. Yeah. They okay. Because it,
1: because the banks will post their rates online, mm-hmm. and then when you go, you can actually go online. And I kind of go in there and look and see, well, where's my rate compared to them? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm right there, or sometimes better, but kind of right in there with the big banks. Yeah. And, and some, they and yeah. they typically have good rates. Yeah. So.
2: From my experience too, with the, I've had a good, I've had one good experience and several bad with the banks. But it seems like the bank, the people who work at the banks, they only know what the banks are advertising.
1: Correct. You know, whereas they, it's like they
2: call you, and they're like, oh, well, we might want to do this. we like, talk to Heidi because she'll look at you and she'll go through the th- the list of a thousand different ways exactly. that you you get your. Um, how much you need down? If yeah. you need down payment assistance,
1: the banks are good with the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. the easy peasy, the other cookie cutter, the cookie yeah. cutter. Yeah, and if it goes outside of that, then that's where they kind of fall off the rails.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't get too many cookie cutters because ones. you know I just <laughs> yeah
1: I just had this went through this today about someone was with someone about income, and income can be complicated, and so. A lot of times you'll get issues with like some of the banks where the loan officer got the information and finally got to underwriting and the underwriters looks at it and goes, oh, you know, we can't really use this income because, you Mm -hmm. know. So those are the kinds of things that I'm looking for up front. Yeah. So I've been working on one right now and they're just like, well, we don't understand. like." He gets forty hours a week, and I'm like, mm, but he's not worked forty hours a week since he started <laughs> September, <laughs> yeah. you know mm-hmm. so what what am we what am I missing here? yeah, you know? and that's
2: one of the benefits where if you do get fully underwritten with the prequal exactly like you they've already gone through that process, so right. once you get a house under contract, you don't have to worry about any of the paperwork stuff no. you've just got to make sure the house works for you, and then yep. yeah.
1: So, I, I love it. It's, the the problem, the only hard part about it is getting the borrowers to send us everything we need to get that done, mm-hmm. which you think that they would, like, you think that they would want to just be fully approved and get it done. Yeah. But, a lot of people just kind of like, you know, just tell me what I need to do to get by, right? <laughs> yeah. You so, get that letter so I yeah. go look at home yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. But...
0: How do you? How did you go about customer acquisition? I know you mentioned earlier that um, when you're in the game for long enough, usually it's people you've built a lot of relationships over time. But how did you begin that process and just start assembling the people that uh, you were going to have as you consistent know, clients? You know,
1: when I first started in the in the mortgage or as a loan officer, okay, um, I was really fortunate because I had a lot of mentors that helped pushed me along and helped me, which was really amazing. They just, they saw something in me. They thought, oh, you know, you're going to be be a good loan officer, mm-hmm. you know, just probably because of my, I'm very anal organized. I'm detailed, you know, yeah. so they're like, you need to be a loan officer. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll be a loan officer. So, um, but in the beginning I started out with, um, believe it or not, this is 25 years ago, Fulton Homes was one of my accounts that I oh, really? did. Yeah, a long time ago. And, um, Of course the market crashed and I had to go reinvent myself and so what I did was um, I went out and started connecting with the real estate agents that I met at the builder's offices and I had rapport with them. Then they introduced me to their broker office Mm -hmm. and then I could go in and do lunch and learns. So I was doing a lot of training And I did it all over town because I've always lived in the West Valley, but Mm -hmm. there was a long time where I actually drove to the East Valley and worked. So I went to, um, I can't tell you how many offices that I went into and, you know, to pastries and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's in this business, you have to figure out a way to spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is with any business, right? And people say that, but I'm telling you that it's, it's truth. Yeah, you have to bring a value of something. So, back when the market, you know, crashed in 08, all my stuff was builder accounts. That's all I had. And I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, oh, what? What the heck? What am I gonna do? Yeah, I right? do have
2: a. How do you get a builder account? So when you go to the builder, they always have like usually about two of them. Like, do you work the agents this was, there?
1: This was I did yeah initially and then and then got referrals from sales managers to go to other builder accounts. Okay. Um but a lot of it was referral based and a lot of builders didn't have their own mortgage companies. Mm-hmm. A lot of the builders had their own mortgage companies. So DR Horton Homes was one of my builders as well mm-hmm. and they got their they got their own mortgage company. They asked me if I would come run it. But I'm like, eh, mm. I don't think I want to just do Yeah. I want to keep you know, I want to be able to do everything. I don't yeah. want to just do the loans. Exactly. You
2: know? um, so. Yeah, how do you get on? The, so, like, when I we bought our Fulton Home one, the Fairway was one of them, a team on Fairway, and another company. Like, how do you get that?
1: They've just been there a long time. Okay. They and then they, just,
2: they, do they come relationships with the actual agents in there or the brokers within uh, Fulton Homes?
1: I think that it has to do with probably somebody that's higher up at Somebody that knows somebody, somebody nowadays. Somebody knows somebody, yeah. yeah. You can't bring a
2: right. a basket because, full of bread.
1: Because every builder account that I worked on mm-hmm. was because I knew somebody that was higher up. Gotcha. That got me in there. And then there's always other two or three other lenders that I was always competing against within the same, you know, because each builder would have two or three. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was going out and meeting with all the agents all the time. Yeah. You know, I was always in there, always offering always you know it honestly hard work Mm -hmm. right i mean like for you for you guys i mean this was a lot of my real estate agents um the reason how they got going was they literally went and knocked on doors and they hang door knockers and knock on doors and introduce themselves to people yeah people are kind of afraid to do that now but You know, you hear someone knocking at the door, and you're, like, inside your house going, shh, don't
2: talk. I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Now, what part, like, how many, because you work a lot off of referrals, right? You have a lot of referral business and stuff. I do. Does your referral business come through agents, or do you actually get a decent amount through, like, people you've done a loan for before. Like, they reach out directly to you.
1: a combination of both. Is it pretty equal? It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I've got a really good base of agents. I mean, you guys. Mm -hmm. Obviously. (laughs) But, you know, um, I have some agents that I've been working with for since I started, 25 years. So I'm still working with those same agents. Mm -hmm. And then they... They introduced me to other agents, yeah. right? And um, I think that that's one thing that's really helped me is just my agents introducing me to other agents mm-hmm. and getting to know them. And there was, there was a time where I had agents where, I well, believe it or not, I know I have at least one or two agents I've been working with for probably 10 years that I've never met in person. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's not because I haven't offered. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's because they're like, no, no. Just keep doing your what you're doing. Yeah. We're good. You're doing, you do you know? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we kinda nice to meet you though someday. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to meet you, and, yeah. you know. I know kinda know what you look like from your, you know, from your card, but it'd yeah. be nice to meet you. That's funny. But really just, you know, going back to your question, it's hard work, doing a good job, having integrity, mm-hmm. being honest. I've built so many good relationships with my borrowers. I yeah. mean, I have buyers that They've, uh, they've actually become friends of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like some buyers you really connect with, right? Um, but I enjoy what I do, and yeah, sometimes it's hard, but I enjoy making those con- relationships, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Which I think one of the mistakes I made with real estate was coming from construction and being a W-2 employee, you show up, you have a job, you do your job. So when I came to real estate, I think I came with the mindset of I'm ready to do a job. And it's like like I just need to go find the job, but okay, right, like right. as soon as that's done, it's like, let's write a contract, let's get everything through because I felt like one of my strengths was if I had a client where it's like okay we're we're buying a house, and I could kind of we've got that rapport right everything flowed smoothly I could once we're under contact uh, under contract, I could crush everything through but the thing that I think I missed was the other side of the coin, which is that's not your. That's not your whole job. And it's the working hard on how do you find people rather than just waiting for someone to give you a call or walk through your door. So I just think that's interesting as far as like, I think some people say like, you just work hard. And it's like, to your point, when you're fleshing it out, it's like, no, no, like I was active going places. I was meeting people. And I'm sure that a lot of those were like, that's going nowhere, but where's the next one I'm going to? Right.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It's but it's it takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason why a lot of loan officers are getting out of the business because they don't want to put and in realtors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it because they don't want to put in the extra that time it takes because it's full time. Mm-hmm. You cannot be part-time. You can, it's hard. And you know it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't it's hard to be a part-time real estate agent. It's hard to be a part-time loan officer. Mm-hmm. So, the ones that are not mm-hmm. making it being part time is is it hurts you. Mm-hmm. So that's
0: why I just stopped.
2: Yeah, I, said, I think we <laughs> talked about it the other podcast. I, yeah, you had a realization and you got married.
0: Yeah. Well, I think my realization was it wasn't real estate. Like, well, it was more that construction was the thing that was picking up the most, and it was like, yeah, I, I noticed that when I was trying to do real estate and construction at the same time, it was. Not it, it was not helping either one of them and they were competing right. with each other and it just wasn't a healthy thing.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you, so, weren't, you weren't able to give 100% to no. to one of them. Yep. Yeah,
0: and then I think also the identity gets confused. One, like, for me, it's like, wh- like, what are you? Are you a realtor or are you a contractor? And then also to other people, it's like, what are you? And mm-hmm. it's like, if someone has right. to ask what you are, I'm like, all right, I'm already dead in the water. Yeah. So, but... Yeah. Yeah, We're I mean, for, what, I mean, yeah.
1: if you look at, if you look at some of the most successful real estate people, it's because they don't stop getting to know people. Mm-mm. Yep. They just get to know people and they, yep. and, but they're, but they're on a different level of, of, um, making connections with people. So mm-hmm. connections is huge. Yep. You, you, you can meet a person, but if you don't connect with that person, it, it's going to stop right there. Yeah. Yep. So no. connecting, like for me, when I have a conversation with a client, I try to connect with them so that they'll remember me. Maybe they're not going to buy a house right now, mm-hmm. but when they're ready, they'll re- they remember that I helped them, yeah. that I did something more than just, you know, have a standard conversation, you know, on the phone.
2: Yeah, because th- you helped with my fo- getting uh, my father-in-law's loan. And I think he's given your card out to like a bunch of people before. Yeah, <laughs> like just to like oh, refinance. I'll do this. I think you helped transition getting his brother's house. But it's just like he's he just don't, You just you connected with them, and he just he thoroughly enjoyed it. That yeah, it wasn't it, just like robotic. You were talking exactly. to a human. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So.
1: And and I will tell you that there's some people that are good at it. And there's some people that are not good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you could still probably be successful, but um, I don't know, I'm just a people person. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I love people. I love the stories. I love to you know tell them my stories and they tell me their stories. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and but it, it's I'm sincere about it, yeah, you know and there's a lot of people out there that don't enjoy that, and I do. so. My husband's Mm -hmm. like one of them. He doesn't like having, you know, (laughs) deep conversations (laughs) with people. You know, he's kind of like, he's like, yeah, okay, bye. You know, I'm more like, you know, why didn't you ask them this and what about this and you know.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's also a uh, guy and girl
0: thing
1: too.
2: My wife is like,
1: I don't know. What you talk about? I know know some guys that have the gift of gab. Mm -hmm.
0: I think sometimes it's in a couple. You get one of each. Yeah. That could be,
1: yeah. 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 I'm the socialite, and he's kind of just kind of... He does
2: good at parties, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. <laughs> 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 All right.
0: Um, we're closing in on our hour mark, but I did okay. want to ask but, uh, before we close this thing out, uh, you've been in the industry for 37 years, mm-hmm. loan officer for over 25 Um, what is kind of your plan with the business? It's things are, you're an established loan officer in the business. So it's like, is there, is there a way to almost sell that business? Is there a way to hand it off to someone else? Is there, uh, is there like, all right, we're going to close up shop one day? Or what do you look at as far as the long-term goal, the end point with where you're going with this?
1: I'm, I'm looking to mentor the, a person to um, probably take over for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't decided 100%. I'm a, I love to work. I know that sounds crazy, but it, there's times <laughs> when I'm at home, I'm, I'm so organized. And I know people, <laughs> this, people that know me will appreciate it, that they know how organized I am there's nothing for me to do. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I'm at home going, okay, can I, should I repaint this room again? This room needs to be repainted again. I mean, I'm just, I'm having to think up stuff Yeah. because, you know, so for me, and I'm a person that needs to stay busy, um, for me, but I'd like to maybe step back just a little bit where I'm not as crazy busy, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on mentoring somebody right now Um, that may want to fill that role for me Um, but I don't foresee me I feel like I would still be there in a capacity where I'm still mentoring and there to help and train and I Mm -hmm. might even do like our company offers uh, training to loan officers where I actually you can actually get paid to teach classes mm-hmm. to LOs They'll, they pay you yeah um, so i might do something like that I could uh, see that yeah i mean i, I kind of feel yeah. like i i don't know that i it's going to be really hard for me to just make a break mm-hmm. um, but that's me yeah yeah i mean i guess i could retire right now if i wanted to but i'm not i'm not at that point i still feel yeah. very still feel young i still feel energetic i still feel like i I love my clients. I honest, I know it sounds crazy, but I kind of feel like, if I go, who are they going to have? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know? and that sounds like a little arrogant, but yeah. I don't mean it in an arrogant way. I just kind of mean like, you know, well, who will they go to? You know, mm-hmm. I got to make sure they're taken care of. You know.
2: Oh, that's awesome! Um, and is that. the business yeah. something you can we- like in real estate? You can keep your license and kind of. You know, retire but still help sell family, friends, and stuff like that. Is that Absolutely. can you kind of do that? I can more, do that. Go ten ninety nine like you mentioned. Yeah, earlier? I can do.
1: I can go ten ninety nine. I can still get paid off of any of my clients that like my the referrals. Their, yeah, your referral. Like the whoever I end up turning like all my business over to, they will have to pay me per, uh, yeah. per loan because yeah. they're my loans. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be a little extra money coming here and there, here and exactly. there, but. so that's kind of my end game but you know i mean my dad worked till he was 80. yeah so i don't know i'm a little bit of a workaholic i've always i've always been i mean i run i run circles around Like, guys your age. (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you. (laughs) So, I mean, even like, you know, I'm kind of like, come on, come on, come on. You know, let's get it done. I, You know, Mm -hmm. I could get in. I'd love to, what I'd love to do, I should have done, is um, be someone that organizes. Like, I am so good at organizing. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, if you came to my house, there's not a cupboard that you could open up that's not organized. I have... All my... Are they labeled? They are. And then I have all my... I have all my... um, All my pictures from the time I was young in photo albums. Chronologically. Yes. Oh, yeah. you? (laughs) Yeah. You can can open. They're all dated. I have a whole closet with all my photo albums. There's
2: there's another source of income. If you're that... You should just take pictures and right? like put it on Pinterest, yeah. and then whatever you bought, like <laughs> right. whatever you bought, yeah. you tag it. And then like if other people buy it, you get money off of it for just taking pictures of your house. Yeah. <laughs> you get paid to be as little as you are.
1: And you know what? I love searching out organization stuff. I, the container store.
2: That's that's a deadly for anybody. That, that's my I uh, I enjoy the container store.
1: That's the place to go. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like no, forget about like, you know, Nordstroms. I'm like, I wanna go to the container for store. Sure. <laughs> 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 yeah. So but um yeah. but it's 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 a gift. It is. Yeah. Not a lot of my kids my sons are not organized like I am, but they appreciate my organization. I and,
2: wish I could be like that.
1: Yeah, I, and I and I search stuff out. I'll go. Is there something to organize your bed sheets? <laughs> and there is. Is there really? Yes.
2: <laughs> have you figured out how to fold a fitted sheet?
1: No, but you don't have to because um, I do. I do not a fold one, but <laughs> <laughs> you <don't, laughs> but, you, but you don't have to because they make these bands. They're rubber bands, and it says you know like twin, full, king. And so you can basically just kind of fold them up like you can. And you just put the bands around them. Well, and I like you know that what idea. kind of sheet you have in your closet. Because it's
2: labeled. Heidi, like this is my
0: favorite part of the whole episode.
1: <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. Well, when you got multiple size beds, yeah, yes. you got something that tells you you don't got to take the sheet out and be like, is this for the old queen that yes, I used to have? right, this, right. You know,
1: I like it. I'm telling you. I should. I should just take a picture of my closet. Do you guys want your closet exactly. to look like this? <laughs> yes. Let me tell you how I did it. <laughs>
0: so. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As we close it out, we've got a couple quick questions for you. Okay. What's the most impactful thing you've learned?
1: Um, in this podcast or in life?
0: In You can take it however you want.
2: <laughs> right
1: this second right a second. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh! I would say that um, probably the biggest the thing that I've learned is is having integrity and being honest.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: a good huge job. huge.
0: What's your favorite movie?
1: Gone with the Wind. Ooh. have you ever seen it?
2: Mm.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: You have, but you're you the fat.
2: You're the fastest person that's ever answered that or yeah, answered that question before. Probably everybody. There's like. Well, oh, comedy.
3: I can't oh, I don't three know. Movies. Yeah. I well, because you know what?
1: Were... Yeah, because I watched it all the time with my mom, and so that meant a lot to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was her favorite, and we would. And of course, it was back in the day when you know there wasn't the you couldn't just show it on TV. You had to wait for it to come out. Mm-hmm. So we would wait for it, and then it was like something you had to watch over three nights.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, because that's so, a long movie,
1: isn't a it? Very long movie. Yeah. yeah. But it was really good. But yeah, that was.
0: You should watch it now.
1: You should watch it.
0: I yeah. hardly have time to watch anything. So,
1: frankly, you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll get wide. You get like, one of those magnet things, and then you
2: just put your phone on there because you drive a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and just watch it while you're driving. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was
1: a cool. It was a cool movie for, know, its I, time, yeah, for its time. For its time, it was.
0: And I don't like old movies. Yeah. Uh, your first character strength that comes to mind.
1: Um, organization.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Uh, An item that you would always spend extra money on
1: Shoes Gotta have good
0: shoes
1: That's what my mom always said don't always spend money on good shoes
2: Uh, Kofi shoes are stylish.
1: No Shoe good shoes that don't kill Don't don't kill your feet. Feet, Yeah, and I will tell you let me just tell you (laughs) I have really good feet Ooh. Oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, but I do because feet finder. Yeah. <laughs> right? My nail, there's pe, you there's people that pay for you to post your feet. Yeah.
2: Yep. That's, yeah. That's the my feet finder. And
1: my nail girl's like, oh, Heidi You have really nice toes. Like you should go on there. You so be, I came. Well, I went home and I told my husband. I said I can make money yeah. <laughs> with my toes on on this thing, and he's like, you are not posting your feet. <laughs> Thing. I'm like, all right. You all don't right.
0: want to know what they do with those photos of your feet,
1: but Yeah. yeah you don't but, to know. But yeah. because I've always worn good shoes mm-hmm. that have your the, the support that are made better, mm-hmm. I have no feet problem at all. And all my friends that are my age, they're getting feet surgery left and right.
2: Oh, that's nice. I used to have heel so, pro- yeah. I used to have heel problems back in the day. When in high school, but I think it's because I was like growing. Mm. But I hate when my feet hurt. It's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. Was that yeah. tooth, in tooth pain? Oh, yeah. Your tooth pain, yeah. Yeah.
0: Last one. Uh, where can people follow what you're doing or get a hold of you?
1: Uh, my website, com. All right.
0: And then after she's done doing mortgages, she might have a profile up on the <laughs> yes. Feet Finder website. Yeah. So yes. So we'll pay attention to what comes next.
1: Right. <laughs> How to organize your shoe closet. Follow yeah. my feet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful. You might have ran into right? something.
1: Right? I know. I
2: know. wish you would have just started no, out 25 <laughs> years
3: ago.
1: Yeah. Right? I I, <laughs> you, you guys want to see my feet now, don't you? No, I'm good. Yeah. I am good. <laughs> All right, fine. You'll see, him. You'll see him one day when I'm wearing sandals. Saying,
2: well, now, anytime I see you in person, I'm always going to look to see if you have sandals. Just I know.
1: Right? I was not lying. I was at a gas station, and some guy walks up and goes, Ma'am, I know you're going to think I'm weird. Yes. But you have really nice feet.
0: You're like, thank you. I'm
1: yes, like, I do think y- you're yes, weird. Yes, I do. And I'm like, thank you. Where's my keys? i got to get in my car. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway.
0: Heidi, it's been a blast. Yeah, Thanks for coming on the show.
1: You're welcome. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'd like to do it again. We can talk about anything.
0: Mm-hmm. The next crisis, you're on. Yes.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Thank you everybody for listening. And until next time.
2: I hope your hammer stays accurate.
0: Your Wi-Fi fast. Your work blessed. See you everybody.
2: Ouch. Sometimes he,
3: you, he used to just read it by himself.